Hey, hello. Welcome to the Nomad Tactics podcast. Here we provide a complete how-to guide for digital nomads. I'm your host, B, and I'm joined once again by the co-host, Jack. Today, we're going to talk about where can you go to meet new people as a digital nomad. I will start with a quick summary of the podcast. First, me and Jack going to outline the problem we are trying to tackle in this episode. After that, we're going to address the importance of socializing for digital nomads. Then we're going to place the topic within our broader digital nomad life system. Following that, we're going to do a quick recap into the four main types of people you can meet as a digital nomad. And finally, we're going to present the list of the different places you can meet people within a city as a digital nomad. I hope you enjoyed the episode. So, hey, hello, Mr. B. Hey, hello, Jack. So today we're going to talk about where to meet new people as a digital nomad. Yeah, that's right, Jack. So today we're going to talk about the different places within a city that you can go in order to meet new people and befriend them. So Mr. B, I know we talked about this in previous episode, but why socializing is important for a digital nomad? So yeah, to quickly summarize the idea, number one, I think... The people you meet within a place, more than the place in itself, can shape your overall experience. Another reason why we think socializing is so important is because loneliness is perhaps one of the main problems faced by digital nomad. Yeah, I mean, loneliness is a big problem among digital nomad, and we hope this episode can help them to survive that. So, Mr. B, why are we talking about um, we're within the city to meet other people? In the previous episode, we talked about certain characteristics that a city might present that's going to make easier for you to meet other people. In this episode, we are doing a slightly different thing. We are talking about the specific places within a city. So that basically means once you decide the city in which you're going, where within that city, what are the venues, what are the ways, what are the tools you can use to meet different people. So the relevance of this episode is based on the idea that even if you go to a city that is quote-unquote good for socializing, you're still going to need to proactively go to relevant places in order to meet people. So I think as usual, we should probably put this topic into our genome and life system. And for people who don't know what it is, it is a six-step system that aims to help people going from a normal life into a digital normal life. So, Mr. B, where would you put this topic into which step of the system? So, I think the topic today would probably better fit the fourth step of our system, which is called the arriving process. And the arriving process can be pretty much summarized as the actions a digital nomad should do once he gets to a new base, a new city in order to have a smooth stay. So some people might argue that, you know, oh, you're talking about the different places to go to meet people as a digital nomad. Why are you placing this topic within the arriving process? Can't I meet friends 
any time of my stay? And the answer is yes, you could. But we are advocating the idea that you should try to build your social circle as soon as you get to a new city. If you do this social circle building in the beginning, you're probably going to have a more pleasant experience for the whole time. And we think that in one or two weeks, you're going to be able to at least make two or three good friends and that's going to be enough. So, Mr. B, before we go into the main topic of this episode, I think there's a very important thing to mention. Although we talked about this in the previous episode, it is the types of people you can meet as a denoman. So, Mr. B, why don't you do a quick recap of it? So, to go over the main distinction we made on previous episodes is basically the following. The first group can be named as foreigners, and foreigners can be subdivided into two smaller groups. The first one are tourists. And tourists are people that tend to stay very short in a place. And perhaps the main benefit of befriending tourists is that they have very free schedules. They are there to have fun. So if that's your aim at that given moment, if you simply want to go out, perhaps tourists are the group to aim for. Uh, the second group within foreigners are digital nomads. And digital nomads are pretty much people like yourself. They work remotely and they travel around. One could argue the main benefit of befriending digital nomads is because they are the easiest group of people to relate to. And that's because you and them live pretty much the same lifestyle. Now moving on to the second broad group, that's locals. So for locals, we subdivided into two groups. Interested locals... And interested locals are basically locals that are interested to meet foreigners like yourself. The main benefit of this group would be that perhaps they are the easiest group to befriend because they are very interested on the fact that you are a foreigner. The second group are what we call quote-unquote typical locals. And typical locals basically means locals that have no special interest in meeting foreigners like yourself. The main benefit there would be that perhaps you would have the most authentic experiences a place could provide. And the reason why talking about the different types of people you can meet is so important for today's episode is because since we're talking about where to go to meet people within a city, the group of people you are likely to encounter in these different places will vary. Therefore, it makes sense for you to be aware of which type of people you're likely to encounter on each place and choose to go places where you're most likely to encounter the types of people you want to meet. So let's go into the main topic of today, um, ways to meet people within the city as a digital nomad. So we divide the ways into three categories, places, activities, and online. Let's start with the places. So Mr. B, why don't we start with the first item? So the first item we have here in the list are hostels. Hostels are great places to meet people. And I would say that's because of the social vibe. I would say that within a hostel, the easiest places to meet people are, of course, the social areas. This can be the, the kitchen, the common area or the living room, and even the shared bedrooms. The most common type of people you're likely to encounter are tourists. 
So the next item here is Airbnb. And as a digital nomad, you should know what Airbnb is, which is a service that allows individuals to list their property for other people to stay at. So the type of Airbnb you choose is very important for socialization because if you want to meet people, you need to choose Airbnb like private room or shared room. So if you choose a private room, it is probably easier to meet the host, which is an interesting local. And if you choose shared rooms, it's easier for you to meet the tourists. The third item here in the list, it's a quite unique item that I haven't seen many digital nomads talking about. And these are university campuses. Within a university campuses, there are many areas great to meet people. This can be the cafeteria, the sports center, entrance of the university, and the libraries. University campuses are a great place to meet both typical locals and interested locals. So I would say that there is a big share of university students that are very open to meet foreigners. So you can use that to your advantage. Another benefit of going to university campuses to meet people is because you can go to the department of the areas you're interested and if you meet people there, most likely you're going to have similar interests. I see. So the first item here is hotel bar. And hotel bars are great to meet people since many people are by themselves and usually you will meet tourists. The next item we have here are food courtyards or food markets. So food courtyards and food markets are great places to meet people since these tend to have a very social vibe and where it's quite natural for you to strike a conversation since people are all in close proximity with one another. And I would say that if you are interested to meet typical locals, that's a really good place to go. So the next item here is street market and is similar to food market. Street market also give out a sociable atmosphere for people to socialize. And this is a great place to meet typical locals. Following on, we have uh, couchsurfing and probably a lot of people are already familiar with this service. It's a service where locals open their houses in order for foreigners to stay and it's for free. And I would say that Couchsurfing is a, a great place to meet interested locals. So the people that list their properties usually are interested in meeting foreigners. So next item here is foreigner areas. Usually in big cities, there are one or two spots that foreigners choose to hang out or live there. So if you want to meet digital nomads and interested locals, these are a great place to go. The next item we have here are co-working spaces. And as a digital nomad, you are probably pretty familiar with those kinds of places. Co-working spaces are a great place to meet, as you can probably guess, digital nomads, as well as interested locals. I would say that in some cities, depending on the specific co-working space in which you decide to go to, it might also be a good place to meet typical locals. So the next category we have here is activities. So the first item we have here underneath the activities category is nightlife. 
So nightlife, as you can probably guess, basically means going to bars or clubs. Just one important thing to keep in mind here is that there are usually different kinds of clubs or bars you can go to. So there are some which we could call foreign clubs or bars, and there are some that we could call local or normal clubs and bars. So in the former, of course, most likely you're going to meet tourists, digital nomads, and interested locals. So if that's the group you're aiming to meet, perhaps go to this kind of foreign clubs or bars. And on the latter, you are likely to meet typical locals. So the next item here is taking public transport. This basically means taking public transport like a bus or a train. Another good place to meet people is public transport hubs, since usually there are a lot of people waiting there. A good way to approach people in public transport is by the lost foreigner approach. We will talk about this in the next episode. And lastly, public transport is a good place to meet typical locals. The next item we have here is taking a course. So taking a course is a great way to meet people because not only you will have a natural context to meet other people, but also you will be learning about something you are both interested on. Of course, it's important for you to mind that depending on the nature of the course and the language in which the course is taught will probably attract different kinds of people. I see. So the next item here we have is pub crawls. So depending on country, this might be available to you. I mean, this is probably a thing in Europe. So since people are probably drunk, they tend to be more social, which is definitely a good thing for you. And lastly, pub crawl is a good place to meet interested locals and tourists. The next item we have here are language exchanges. So there are apps, university societies, and public events that offer this. And pretty much this is where a local person is teaching their local language and you are teaching your language. I would say that language exchanges are very good places to meet interested locals. A benefit, as you can probably guess, of going to language exchanges is that apart from making friends, you can also learn the local language. Even if you're not that interested in learning the local language, I would say you can still go to these places simply for the sake of meeting new people. So the next item here is language classes. This might sound similar to the language exchange that Mr. B just talked about, but it is different. The key difference is that if you go to language classes rather than a language exchange, you are more likely to meet tourists or digital nomads rather than locals. So the next item here is temporary work. And perhaps the classic example for temporary work would be working on a hostel, but you can surely go beyond that. For instance, type of temporary work that is becoming more and more popular is to work on farms. And it's important to keep in mind that if you decide to do some sort of temporary work, most likely you're going to meet foreigners like yourself rather than locals. So the next item here is volunteering. So it is similar to temporary work like Mr. B just talked about. If you decide to volunteer, you are likely to meet digital nomads and other tourists since the volunteering will be guided in English. So the next item here are walking tours. And walking tours are present in most touristic cities. 
And this is when there is a tour that go around the most important areas within a given city. Walking tours are a great place to meet tourists, as you can probably guess. So the next item here is museum tours. It is similar to walking tours, and you are most likely to meet tourists. So the next activity listed here are sports. So I would say that any context which involves some sort of teamwork and some sort of excitement is a great setting to make new friends. And team sports are no different, especially soccer, which is kind of a, a sport that is played worldwide. So usually, if you go to any park or public sports center, you can ask to join for the people playing there. And I would say that most people playing will be okay with that since they will be curious about how a foreigner like yourself will play. Of course, once the match finish, you're just going to hang out with the people and you can possibly befriend them. I think sports are a great activity, especially to meet typical locals. So the next item here is events or festivals. It is good to meet all sorts of people depending on the nature and the subject of the festivals or events. So just research beforehand the most important ones in the city before you go there. So the next item here, it's going to sound a little bit unusual, but I would say that taxi rides are a good place to, to meet people, more specifically the taxi driver. And the reason why it's a very good way to make friends is because it's considered very normal to talking during a taxi ride and you're going to stay there for a while. Therefore, you know, you can use that time to try to become friends with the taxi driver. And there are a couple of reasons why you might want to befriend a taxi driver. Number one, they tend to be very friendly people because of their jobs. They talk all day, basically. Second, they're going to know the city very well. Therefore, they can give you a lot of good tips of places to go. And third, since they are taxi drivers, they probably going to have at least an okay English, which is great for communication. So the next item here is hitchhiking, and some countries are easier than others to do that. I mean, mostly in European country are easier to do that. Um, and usually this is easier to meet typical locals. The next item we have here are group tours. And group tours are a great activity to meet people since you stay together with a certain group of people and interact for a certain amount of time. This can be one day, two days, something like that. And this is a great activity to meet tourists. So the last category here is online. So Mr. B, can you give the first item of the online category? Sure. So the first item we have here are meetups. And perhaps this is the most popular and widely used app by digital nomads to meet new people. The best way to understand the meetup app is as an aggregator where people post different meetups around different topics. 
So sometimes the, the topics or the themes of the meetups will be very vague, say something like happy hour or social hour. But sometimes the meetup have very specific topics in mind, like a philosophy club. So depending on the meetup you decide to join, you might be able to find different types of people there. If you look for language exchange, expat meetings, international meetings, something along those lines, you will likely meet tourists, digital nomads, and interested locals. On the other hand, if you go to a meetup with a more narrow topic, like I just said, a philosophy club, then you're likely to meet typical locals instead of foreigners. So the next item here is Facebook groups. So there are two types of Facebook groups you can join. The first one is Facebook group for digital nomads and expats in a location. The second one is Facebook groups of your nationality living in a location. And you can message active members of search groups to try to befriend or attend the group meetup. The next item we have here is Instagram. The trick here is to look for people that recently tagged the city in which you are and send them a DM. We will describe the method we use in the next episode in order to meet people on Instagram. Using this method, you can usually meet digital nomads, tourists, and interested locals. And the way you can spot a interested local, at least the majority of the time, is to look for people that use English in their profile rather than the local language. So the next item here is Reddit, and you can look for a specific subreddit of the city. And depending on the subreddit, people might organize meetups. I mean, this isn't an, an item we haven't tried it yet, but we have heard our digital nomad friends who said this is a pretty good method. So the next item we have here is the Show Around app. And this is an app that aims to connect locals with foreigners. Usually the subtext is that the local will show the city to you, the foreigner. And this is a great app to meet interested locals. The only caveat I would like to make about the Show Around app is that it is slightly expensive, even though it is a good method to meet people. So the next item here is the Eat With app. This is an app that allows you to have meals with other people. And usually you will be able to meet interested locals in this app. As well as you can try out some local cuisines. The next item we have here are Couchsurfing Hangouts. So we already mentioned Couchsurfing as an accommodation service. Apart from that, Couchsurfing also offer a meetup feature based on the user's location. So this is a very good app to meet interested locals and tourists. So the next item here is apps to meet other travelers. So they are a number of services that aim to connect travelers based on their location. Some are better than others. One example is the famous app Backpacker. And usually this app you can find digital nomads and tourists. So, Mr. B, I think this is the end of the episode. Do you want to add anything to this? Well, I just hope that we provided some insight into some unique ways to, to meet people within the city. 
and that's it. I see. So if you enjoy this episode, please make sure to leave a review on your listening platform. And this is Jack, and thank you for listening. Thank you very much. Thank you.